Hi guys, welcome to Jesse's Place Podcast Season 3. This is still a safe space where I, your resident realtor, discuss business tips, mom life, healing, empowerment, and everything in between. I'm not just your resident real estate agent, I'm here to provide you with resources and ideas to help you level up in every area of your life. And of course, I'm from Brooklyn, East New York, and if you know, you know. Now let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome to an all new episode of Jesse's Place Podcast. (laughs) I'm happy to have you here. I'm happy that you guys are continuing to tune in each and every single week. Season three is well on its way and I'm so excited to keep bringing you guys content and all good things, right? So on today's episode, we're going to get right into it. We're going to be talking about money, 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 money honey. (laughs) And the reason why we're going to be talking about money today is because as you guys know, I'm a licensed real estate agent. And a lot of times when I'm dealing with clients, especially first time home buyers, I find that a lot of people, when they have to present their information to mortgage loan officers, one of the first questions that they ask me privately is, how much money do I got to put down? And do you have any tips for saving money? So obviously, how much money you have to put down definitely depends on the type of loan that you are acquiring or that you are approved for. Um, If you are applying for an FHA loan as a first-time home buyer, you could put as little as 3.5% down. Conventional loans, we all know that mortgage rates are going up, have continued to go up. Um, we We have talked about it last season. We are talking about it this season in season three of Jesse's Place podcast. So just to touch back on uh, mortgage rates and everything, we got to talk about how you're going to save to get that down payment, right? We've talked about it before and everyone know I gave you, I gave you guys frugal mama tips, but on today we're going to focus more on overspending. Have you ever guys heard that term, um, champagne taste with beer money? You have you ever heard that term? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how overspending is like having champagne taste with beer money. You want to cut back. You want to stop, you know, being impulsive. If you're, if you're doing impulsive purchases, you want to stop being an emotional spender, an emotional spender. If you're, if you get emotional and the first thing that you do is like, Hey, I'm going to go buy myself something. All right. So we're going to talk about all of that. We're going to get right into it. We're going to jump right into it today so that you can find ways to cut back the cut back your spending and it, whatever your goal is, maybe you want to buy a car. Maybe you want to purchase a home. Maybe you want to pay for schooling. Maybe you want to save money to launch your own business. Whatever your goals are today, we're going to be talking about overspending, how to cut it back so that you can get to your ultimate goal. Obviously, I um, I really want to help people who are looking for homes to cut spending so that they can, you know, Maybe they want to pay down their credit card debt so that they have a better um, debt to income ratio when it's time to get pre-approved for a loan, right? So we're going to be talking about all those things. We're going to be, I'm going to be giving you some tips, how to cut your spending. Um, basically, this is a part two to frugal mama tips, because if you know me, free is for me. 
okay? And I am frugal as hell. But even still being frugal, bills need to be paid, right? Things need to get paid. So I'm definitely a hustler. I'm definitely <laughs> always figuring out ways to, to save and cut back spending, okay? So one of the first things that you want to think about when you are thinking about um, the fact that you're overspending or struggling with overspending or, or emotional spending, you got to think about what is, first of all, what is your goal? Do you want to buy a home? Do you want to buy a car? Do you want to basically have better habits spending wise? Or do you have a goal uh, in mind? Maybe you want to expand your family and you need to figure out ways to curb your spending so that you can expand your family. So whatever your goal is, write it down. If you guys know me, you know that I always tell you, write everything down. Make sure that you have your journal and you create a plan. So the first step is write your goal down, put it in front of you, and that's going to give you accountability. When you know what you are cutting your spending for, then you will have accountability. Like, okay, I can't go to Starbucks today or I can't go to Dunkin'. See, I'm impartial. I could do Starbucks or Dunkin'. I know some people, they just swear buy Starbucks coffee and that's fine. But me, I'm okay with Dunkin' Donuts. I'm fine with that. But anyway, <laughs> don't let me go off topic, guys. Anyway, you know, you got to tell yourself, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to cut, I'm going to trim back. I'm going to, you know, cut out because if you look at the end of the month, let's say that you are spending, this is this is, this is is a very small example, but let's say that you're spending $5 a week, $5 every day, five days a week on, you know, your favorite morning drink, right? $5 every day, uh, five days a week. That's $25 a week. That is easily $100 a month just on your favorite beverage. When you could go to one of your big shop stores and buy it in bulk and either chill it at home, make it at home, you know what I mean? Like there are ways to still um, spend, but do it wisely when you want to reach big goals. So this, this topic is specifically about reaching a big goal and how not to overspend so that you can, you know... Um, safe towards that big goal, whether it's buying a house, buying a car, paying for uh, a trip, right? Maybe you want to go somewhere fancy. Maybe you want to go to Greece. I've always wanted to go to Greece. I haven't gone yet. Um, maybe you want to go to Ireland. I haven't been to Ireland either, but I'm definitely going to go there. So whatever it is, first things first, write down your goal. And then guess what you're going to do afterwards? You're going to print your uh, debit card spending, right? I want you to print two months of your spending habits. So whatever you use, your main source of spending, maybe you use a specific credit card. Maybe you use multiple credit cards for spending. Maybe you use only one debit account. Whatever you are using for casual spending, I want you to print that. Okay, I want you to print it out two months and I want you to go over every single week, write down every single thing that you are spending on casual. So I'm not talking about just your gas bill. I'm talking, you know, because gas is expensive and it is skyrocketing. We don't know how much more expensive gas is going to get. But anyway, write down what your casual spending is. So let's say you go to Starbucks 
you know, twice a week. And, you know, so write down what your casual spending is. Maybe you're purchasing cosmetics every week. Maybe you're uh, shopping for online clothing every week. Whatever your casual spending is, write that down. Then I want you to put your main expenses and on another list. So whatever your rent is, whatever your mortgage is, whatever your, um, you know, maybe you take the metro, maybe you take the train to work. So whatever your your monthly budget is for traveling expenses, went back and forth to work. Um, whatever you're spending on lunch, people. I know a lot of people don't take uh, food to work for lunch. So if you're taking, if you're purchasing lunch at work, write that down. Every all of your expenses, write them down. Okay. So from there, guess what you're gonna do. After you wrote down your goal, right? And then you wrote down and you see like, God damn, I am spending $100 a month just on coffee. Um, You're going to write down all the little things. That's what you're going to do. You're going to cut those little frugal, those, I'm, I'm sorry, not frugal. You're going to cut all those little extra expenses out. Okay. You're going to trim them back. You're going to cut, cut it out. And guess what? From there is where you're going to see that you have more money to go towards your goal. So let's just say you're just cutting out coffee for the month. I'm, I'm sure that this doesn't apply to everyone. I'm sure that this conversation is for not for the person who's driving around in a Porsche or G-Wagon. <laughs> they don't care, okay? If you have the means, go by all means, go ahead. Live your best life. I'm talking for people... This conversation is for people who really, really are struggling with overspending, whether it be because of emotional spending, uh, whatever it is, whatever your overspending is triggered by, talking to you, okay? So if you are triggered in any way to overspend, this conversation is for you, okay? This conversation is to help you trim back so that you can reach whatever goal that you want to reach, okay? Or maybe your goal is to just stop overspending, Whatever that is, whatever this means to you, I'm talking to you, okay? So remember, write down the goal. Your goal could be anything. It could be, I want to buy a house in two years. Your goal could be, I want to buy myself a car next year. Your goal could be, I want to go on a trip in six months. Whatever that goal is, or your goal could be, um, I want to just stop freaking overspending. Write that down, okay? So write down your goal, print out two months of your expenses, of what you're spending on, um, your credit card bills, your debits, transactions, print those out two months, lay them out, tally it up at the bottom. So you're going to have your main expenses and then your frivolous expenses. You're going to write two different columns, write everything down, tally it up. And then guess what? Your So your main expenses, you know, you have to pay your rent. You have to pay your mortgage. Or if you share, you know, you have four roommates in one apartment, okay, you have to pay your part of the rent. Whatever it is you're spending for your main expenses, you have to, right, you have to continue to pay those. Your phone bill, you want to keep a phone on. Your cable bill, you want to keep the cable on. See, if it was me and I'm cutting back, I wouldn't even pay for cable because I'm just that kind of person. I would, uh, you know, cast everything from my phone or use a fire stick. You know, I would find other ways to entertain myself if I needed to have television. But that's just me. Um, so even from your main expenses, like I just said, you could actually cut things out too, but you can't cut out the light, right? The light bill still got to get paid, right? But anyway, but things that you're spending casually, like if you're, you know, picking up uh, lunch and you're not cooking at home, you, I want you to look at all those expenses and trim them down, okay? So start where you can, you know, maybe you want to downgrade your cell phone plan because remember, a cell phone plan is a main expense, right? 
it's a main expense, but there is a way to, to trim that down too. So, you know, call your, call your, if you're paying cable, call your cable company, see if they can give you a better deal. Tell them, Hey, I, you know, I'm looking at other options. Cable's too high. Could you give me a better rate? Sometimes they'll lock you in for a year, but maybe a year is only is what you need to just get to your main goal, right? So maybe they only offer you a rate for a couple months, whatever it is, call. You never know. The worst that they could tell you is no. Okay. I've been told no a gazillion times. It's never stopped me from still asking. Um, so on your expenses that you've written down, like your coffee expense, I'm talking to you, you know who you are, the overspender at Starbucks. Um, (laughs) um, cut that out. Okay. Cut out spending on, um, because listen, if you look at how much you eat out, I, when I looked at how much I eat out and as a real estate agent, you eat out a lot because you're outside a lot and there's really nowhere to put your lunch (laughs) unless you're at the office. So when you realize, so, you know, I started keeping things handy when you see how much you spend, you're like, God damn. So I started keeping things handy, like, you know, carrying non-perishable items in my car, like protein bars or, you know, peanuts or a you know, fruit that doesn't go bad or, you know, just being more aware because, you know, I wanted to cut back my spend, my spending. So just, you know, having things like, Hey, you know, I'm not making an excuse. I have nowhere to put my lunch. So guess what? I'm going to find things that I can carry with me so that I'm not overspending outside. So those are the kind of things that I'm talking about. Um, make sure that you are looking at ways to get a discount on the main things that you pay for. So like I said, your light bill, right? Call your light company, see if they have, you know, they can send you these, um, they have like these new switches that you can put on that they conserve energy, new light bulbs that conserve energy, you know, call them, find out they can offer you these these little home care packets that they, they could send to you. So there are ways to cut your main expenses as well. If you pay insurance on your car, call your car insurance company. Um, if you have a home, see if, and if you're paying a mortgage, see if they will give you a discount for, I know that some insurance companies will do a package for car insurance and home insurance. So call, just call all of your main things that you pay for. And listen, even your, your landlord, you know, tell them, listen, everything's going up. Is there a way that, you know, you could maybe deduct some of my rent $50 and, you know, spread that over, the life of my, of my lease next year, right. Until I cash back up, like just be honest and tell, speak up, right. Because closed mouths don't get fed. So we're going to go back, make sure you write down your goal, whatever that is. I want you to then write down your expenses, whatever they are. I want you to print out all of your expenses and tally up them up. And then I want you to trim. I want you to cut back on your monthly expenses. Okay. Another thing that I really realized, especially among my peers, um, is that you need accountability, right? So a goal keeps you accountable, but just like, you know, when you go to the gym and you have someone, okay, you know, you want to lose weight together, right? It's easier when you have someone that you could be like, oh, Hey, did you do your weigh in today? Did you, um, go to the gym? Did you work out? It's, it's always easier when you do something, when you have a partner that keeps you accountable. So the same way that you would want a gym partner, or you would want a weight loss accountability partner, guess what? You need a, a partner to help you with your overspending. So let's say you're having an impulsive purchase attack, right? You're like, oh my God, I want to get that. Oh my God, my favorite big box store is having a sale. But guess what? 
that's not part of your plan, right? Because your goal, you want to meet your goal. So the best way to do that is have an accountability partner. And that accountability partner is someone who's going to help you avoid making one of those um, temptation purchases, I would call it, right? Um, it's like when you're in bed and the Facebook is in your head and they show you these ads like yo get out of my head facebook what are you doing are you like a secret spy i didn't even tell anyone that i wanted to buy this why is it popping up on my feed so you're like in bed you're scrolling through your facebook and or whatever social media that you scroll through and an ad pops up like randomly you click on it and you're like oh it's on sale i should get it no you're going you're gonna to text your partner, whoever that is, your accountability partner. You're going to be like, yo, should I get this? Should I do this to myself? And that accountability partner will be like, no, right? They're going to be like, no, Jess, you made a promise. You made a promise to yourself. You have this goal in mind, right? You want to make it to Greece one day, right? That beautiful island of Greece, right? The beautiful country over there. Don't buy that. Don't do that to yourself, okay? So you know, turn off the phone when that happens, go read a book. <laughs> if you guys know me, you know, I love to read, go read a book, go for a walk. Okay. Go do anything else, but steer away from things that are temptations. Okay. Steer away from things that would make you want to do a temptation type of style purchase. Okay. So by do by in, in a way to help you do that is to get a accountability partner, someone who's going to hold you accountable, like girl, or dude, bro, did you buy that? No, good. Keep going. Um, so oh, another thing that you could do to help you that I love is if you really want something really, really bad, but you really want to stop your overspending, leave it alone for 24 hours. Matter of fact, leave it alone for 72 hours. And if in a couple of days you still want it and it fits into your budget and you really, really have to have it then allow yourself to not get it anyway. How about that, okay? Because if you can go three days without purchasing it, you can go a little bit longer without purchasing it until you reach your goal, okay? So give yourself time to reflect, okay, about why you need it and then figure out why you don't need it, okay? So write down your goal, write down your expenses, Cut back on some monthly expenses if you can, that you can, right? The frivolous expenses, cut them out. So no eating out, no frivolous expenses, no, you know, stopping to get coffee and all that crap. And get an accountability partner to help you avoid making a temptation purchase. Another thing that I love to do is that I love to download apps that you can easily scan your receipts. If you go food shopping and get back rewards. You can get rewards, cash, rebates, all that good stuff. Um, the other day I had so many rewards, uh, coupon rebates on the Ibotta app, I-B-O-T-T-A. This is not a sponsored post. Uh, I'm just letting you know what I really do use. I use the Ibotta app, I-B-O-T-T-A. And I literally had $43 just cash reward that I could just cash out and put into my PayPal account. Easy peasy, one, two, three, easy. Okay. So download apps so that if you are shopping, doing your online shopping, your food shopping, maybe you get home delivery, your food, Whole Foods delivers your food, whatever it is, you can easily scan those receipts 
um, or you could link your account to the app and it will definitely give you um, rebates and rewards on your purchase. Um, so definitely do that. Okay. Um, oh, and if you also notice a lot of your credit cards give you cash back rewards. One of the credit cards that I use will give me cash back on, um, if I use it to pay for my gas. So, uh, in one of the other episodes, I talked to you guys about using your credit cards to build your credit, but also using it like cash. So that you 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 use it. If let's say you spent ninety dollars on gas, which is definitely doable right now, right? If you spend ninety dollars on gas, use it on a credit card that would give you a cash back reward, and then pay the credit card the same day or the same week. Just you got to be really disciplined, okay, so that you're not um, overdoing it on credit. But you, you should be using your credit cards as cash. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting lawn mowing service again. I've got to do this recordings better. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so if you hear a little bit in the background, that's what's going on. Anyway, so a lot of times people say only use cash if you want to stop overspending. But I don't like to do that because um, I like for people who are looking to purchase a home to use their revolving credit, but pay it off right away so that you have a... First of all, you're going to look great to the credit card companies, right? Because they show that you're paying your credit cards on time. You're paying them twice a month. I always say pay your credit cards twice a month. But also keep your cash in your pocket and use that cash to pay the credit so that you have revolving credit history. And it will really look good, especially if you are looking to purchase a home. Okay, guys? So I do not um, recommend using cash only to curb your overspending because I really like the idea of using a credit card to build revolving credit. But you have to be sure that you're paying the credit card back the same day. Like you're paying, it's like you're paying yourself back for what you spent for the day. Okay. Um, so I do not recommend doing only cash, but whatever. Some people say just use cash so that you're not tempted to overspend. But that, that for me does not work. I like to use a credit card and then pay it back the same day or the same week. Okay. Um, Another good thing to help you with overspending is thinking about how much, okay, let's say that you want to purchase, let's give a good example. Let's say that your favorite store is, gosh, whatever store, whatever your favorite store is, let's say that they have a purse on sale for a hundred bucks. Think about this. If you are on an hourly base, uh, uh, if you are on a, an hourly based wage, right? Calculate how much you have to work to get that purse. So let's say the purse is a hundred bucks and you make 20 bucks an hour. So you've got to work literally five hours just to get that purse. Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? Let's say you're on a commission based salary and you've only made $30,000 for the whole entire year. A hundred dollars is gonna really, like how much do you have to work commission wise to get that hundred bucks back? So think about it like that. Like think about how much does it really cost you to have, you know, the luxury of frivolous spending, right? So trim your frivolous, your frivolous spending by thinking about how much it's actually going to cost you, right? So if you put into those contexts, it's going to be like, wow, damn, I got to work five hours just to get a hundred dollar bag. Uh, nah, my hundred dollars could definitely go towards something else. Okay. Um, what else? 
Another thing that, listen, I'm on social media like everybody else. We love to see these beautiful pictures, beautiful food, beautiful brunches, all that good stuff. But when you really think about it, all that stuff really adds up. And if you have a big goal, you ever heard that saying like work hard, um, work hard now so that you can play harder later? That's exactly the goal. So work hard now, cut, cut back on your frivolous spending now so that you don't have to work hard later in life. You know what I mean? Or you could reach your goal quicker because you are doing the work that you need to do. All right. Another good thing is keep yourself accountable with your accountability partner. Be honest, be upfront. You know what I mean? Um, know what your weaknesses are and tell your accountability partner, like, yo, when I go here or when I go do that, I'm tempted to do this because this is what triggers me. So Write down what your triggers are so that your accountability partner, just like you would have a weight loss partner, can keep you accountable, keep you on your toes. You know what I mean? Keep you doing what you got to do. Okay. Listen, I know that there's a constant urge in society, especially if you're on social media, to spend, 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 maybe keep up with the Joneses. You know, your favorite store is having a sale, but how much is that sale really costing you? You didn't save 50 bucks on your favorite purse. You spent 50 bucks because if it was 50%, if it was a hundred bucks and it was 50% off, you still spent $50 that you could have had towards your goal. So you're not saving 50 bucks. You're spending 50 bucks. Let that sink in. And a lot of people get caught up in the fact that, but it's on sale. It's on sale. It's on sale. Guess what? If it went on sale once, it'll go on sale again. All right. So don't get into a frenzy or caught up, caught up in the hype of a sale because a sale is not a sale because you're still spending money. Okay. Doesn't matter if it was on sale for five bucks. If it's not part of your goal, if it's not part of where you are headed, cut it out. Cut it out. Um, I'm on a very strict uh, spending right now because I want to pay down credit card debt. I really, really, um, you know, over the last two years of the pandemic, uh, you know, being out of work for so long, I really, you know, was using my credit way too much to cover expenses. So my goal is to uh, cut back so that I could pay down my credit cards faster. So whatever your goal is, guess what? I've got to trim my my expenses. And that's why I wanted to make this episode because I know that we all struggle with maybe overspending, emotional spending. I've had a bad day. I feel like crap. Let me go buy myself something or let me treat myself to something. You can only treat yourself so much before you find yourself in a freaking hole. So and listen, it's always possible to break a habit. They say if you do something for 21 days, you 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 can break a habit. You can if you do it for 21 days, you can definitely start a new habit. So if you do something positive for 21 days, you can create a new habit and break that old habit. So listen, stay focused, stay the course, write down your goal, um write down your expenses, uh, get an accountability partner, give yourself a 24 to 72 hour period window and like walk away from it. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's definitely possible to break these bad habits to, you know, to achieve a bigger goal. And I want to see that for you guys. I want I want you guys to live to live and be living the best life possible. And I hope that these frugal mama tips definitely helped you. Um Stop overspending, right? Like cut it out. 
just you know stop overspending champagne taste with beer money get it out of here okay uh don't take an uber everywhere okay <laughs> walk <laughs> get on the metro take the train take the bus um cut out frivolous and spending get more frugal minded so that you can reach bigger goals hey maybe you want to buy a better car maybe you want to buy a porsche right so guess what cut frivolous spending and if anyone got something to say, when they see you driving around in your hot car, when they see you living in that house with that pool in the back door, be like, you know what? Jesse's Place podcast told me to cut it out. They, she told me, so I got down to it. And, you know, you can apply this method to a bigger scale of things, right? You can apply this to everything. So my wish to you is that you stop overspending and that you become frugal so that you can reach all your big goals, whether it's purchasing a home, buying a car, um, paying down credit card debt like I want to, like I'm doing. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're struggling with or, or trying to get towards, if you're struggling with spending money, this is your sign to cut it out right now. And as always, guys, thank you for tuning in to my audience demographics, tuning in from all over the world. I love you guys. I've got so much more content coming up and I cannot wait to show you. I want to give a big shout out to everyone all over and I will see you guys soon. Hit me up at Jesse the Realtor. Let me know what else you want me to talk about. To all my first time home buyers out there, uh, do not be afraid of the mortgage rates. I have another mortgage episode coming up. Where I'm going to ex be explaining the different type of mortgages and how you can still lock in a mortgage rate. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for more business-minded and business-associated uh, tips coming your way. We've got some fun dating episodes coming up. Can't wait for you to hear it. As always, till next time, guys. Remember challenge yourself to become the person you want to become stretch and be ready to fail always remember that the right people will value you in the right way practice humility and when you make room to speak about what exists in the present you no longer have time for the past live your life purposefully and with intention manifest stay blessed till next time subscribe leave a message, leave a review. And as always, I thank you.